You're listening to That Free Lunch, brought to you by Sojourners. Founded by Danielle Barron, Devin Graves, Oyenda Asani, Jessica Lee, and myself, Victor Andre Green. Welcome, everyone, to our rebroadcast of our Election Day virtual event, shown and featured on Facebook Live, on our Facebook page, Sojourners in Paris. If you weren't able to see it, you're in for a treat. We hope that this will be with you and resonate with you for the rest of this day that you're listening and for the rest of this week. As we always say, love like another world is possible. Live like another world is here. about the sky falling is that the sky neither falls nor rises it just is so you have to participate in it as a entity moving through air chaos is air and just like air it can be shaped and it can be held in a container and we need to get better about our pottery and how we contain these emotional psychological isms and non-isms do I believe those hopes will ever be answered? They haven't been. I've had the same hopes for a long time. Um, and my new hopes would be a dumbing down of my previous hopes, and I can't do it. So I just live where people um, hopefully remain hopeful. But every time I look at the situation in the United States, hopelessness isn't a word that describes that situation. But there was never a word that described America accurately. So maybe we need to come up with better words. My mother's not a US citizen. I know plenty of people who live in the United States who are not US citizens, but you can still be politically involved. You can still be politically engaged. You can live anywhere in the world and take activism in politics and fighting for a better world. But also, as Grace has just said, we don't know what will happen. But whoever's elected isn't the main thing. What we do about who is elected and how we react to that and how we continue investing in politics and investing in a better world is what really matters. I personally hope that no matter what happens, people continue to be politically engaged and continue to stand up for what they believe in and give a shit, really, um, if you excuse my language, but give a shit about what happens in the world. Um, I agree with Chelsea. I hope that people don't lose momentum and become complacent and, you know, that they, there's a lot of work to be done in America, especially, and uh, it's, if anything, what we've learned until now is that it's people who have come together to fight for Black Lives Matter and march and protests. That's what has caused change, and so you need to keep that going. For me, the last four years has just drudged up the worst, like, most base instincts um, in the states. I think that people are now just openly racist, like they're not even trying to hide it anymore because somehow he has given them the ability to just share that. <laughs> 
um, without feeling like there's any consequence. I want my kids to grow up in an America where the president is not openly racist. I want my kids to grow up um, in a country uh, where they feel like they have as many rights where the color of their skin is not going to make them an immediate target for discrimination or blatant abuse by the police. I want my kids to grow up proud of, of who they are and, and where they've come from. I want them to be proud to be Americans and not embarrassed, um, not uh, afraid of, of their, their heritage either. No. <laughs> if you were president of the United States of America, what would be your first, I don't know, your first um, initiative? What would be the first thing you would do as president of the United States of America? Help people. Help people. And how would you help people? Help people not being dead. Help people not be dead? That's a good that's a good way to help people. And what else would you do to help people? Bring them to the hospital. Bring them to the hospital if they're sick. They do pause. I don't know what you're saying. I can't record you though, so that's a problem. Do you want to press pause because you're like, I hate this? No, it is. I just want to sing. You want to sing a song? Is that what? Is that no. what's going on? Oh, I thought you'd ask me a question. Do you like America? Oh. Do I like America? Press pause. Press pause. Press pause. Can we press pause on that one now, or is that? Mm. I like what America says that it tries to be. <laughs> Is that a good answer? <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean, right? You get it, right? You get, yeah, you get it. All right, well, that's it. Do you want to introduce yourself? No, you can you. give a fake name. No, thank you. No, thank you. That's your name. And this is me, Victor, with no no thank you. Uh, and so we're happy. Look, the mic's in the shot now. Now it's ruined. We can't even do it. All right. Well, thank you so much. We're going to just take this away from you now. But I'm going to keep the... Look at that. Look at that. Hooray! Look at that. It was so great.
the issue of equal rights for American Negroes is such an issue. And should we defeat every enemy, and should we double our wealth and conquer the stars and still be unequal to this issue, then we will have failed as a people and as a nation. For with a country as with a person, what is a man profited? If he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul, Let America be America again. Let it be the dream it used to be. Let it be the pioneer on the plain seeking a home where he himself is free. America was never America to me. Let America be the dream the dreamers dreamed. Let it be that great strong land of love where never kings connived nor tyrants scheme that any man be crushed by one above. It was never America to me. Oh, let my land be a land where liberty is crowned with no false patriotic wreath, but opportunity is real and life is free. Equality is in the air we breathe. There was never equality for me nor freedom in this homeland of the free. Say, who are you that mumbles in the dark? And who are you that draws your veil across the stars? I am the poor white fooled and pushed apart. I am the Negro bearing slavery scars. I am the red man driven from the land. I am the immigrant clutching the hope I seek and finding only the same old stupid plan of dog eat dog of mighty crush the weak. I am the young man full of strength and hope, tangled in that ancient endless chain of profit, power, gain, of grab the land, of grab the gold, of grab the ways of satisfying need, of work the men, of take the pay, of owning everything for one's own greed. I am the farmer, bondsman to the soil. I am the worker sold to the machine. I am the Negro, servant to you all. I am the people, humble, hungry, mean, hungry yet today despite the dream beaten yet today oh pioneers i am the man who never got ahead the poorest worker bartered through the years yet i'm the one who dreamt our basic dream in the old world while still a surf of kings who dreamt a dream so strong so brave so true that even yet its mighty daring sings in every brick and stone in every furrow turned that's made America the land it has become. Oh, I'm the man who sailed those early seas in search of what I meant to be my home. For I'm the one who left dark Ireland's shore and Poland's plain and England's grassy lay and torn from black Africa's strand. I came to build a homeland of the free. The free? Who said the free? Not me. Surely not me. The millions on relief today? The, the millions shot down when we strike? The millions who have nothing for our pay except the dream that's almost dead today? Oh, let America be America again. The land that never has been yet and yet must be the land where every man is free. The land that's mine, the poor man's, Indians, Negroes, me, who made America, whose sweat and blood, whose faith and pain, whose hand at the foundry, whose plow in the rain must bring back our mighty dream again. And sure, call me, call me any ugly name you choose. The steel of freedom does not stand 
from those who live like leeches on the people's lives. We must take back our land again. America, oh, I say it plain. America was never America to me. And yet I swear this oath, America will be. Out of the rack and ruin of our gangster death, the rape and rot of graft and stealth and lies, we, the people, must redeem the land, the mines, the plants, the rivers, the mountains, and the endless plain. All, all the stretch of these great green states and make America again. There's a valley of sorrow in my soul Every night I hear the thunder roll Like the sound of a distant gun Over all the damage I have done And the shadows filling up this land are the ones I built with my own hand There is no comfort from the cold Of this valley of sorrow in my soul There's a river of darkness in my blood And through every vein I feel the flood no bridge for me to cross No way to bring back what is lost Into the night it soon will sweep Down where all my grievances I keep But it won't wash away the years One single heart and bitter Stretching wide Clear on across to the other side Beyond the river and the flood And the valley where for so long I've stood With the rock of ages in my bones Someday I know it will lead me When you arrive to the Lorraine Motel in Memphis, like I did three years ago, the first thing you might see is two black boys peering into rooms 307 and 306. They will probably press their sticky hands against the glass, trying to reach the shadow of a dream from that preacher called King. 
And though the balcony is now the Civil Rights Museum, and the balcony is the ultimate destination, where you will feel the lingering sounds of the gunshot blast, the trailing blood running over onto concrete, it is the entrance that might hold your attention long after. When you begin the tour, inasmuch as history is a tour which provides souvenirs we hate too much to remember and hold on to, you will come face to face with a wall. It's a bronze sculpture, the one pictured on screen, at least part of it. It will wait for you. It is 14 feet high, 21 feet wide, 6 feet deep, and its surface, if you look closely, is chiseled by thousands of somebodies, ruggedly carved, genderless, ageless, faceless. You won't know their names, not these folks. Each somebody merges over and on top and around and over and on top and then around one another. They are one and more than one, overlapping and intermingled, captured in motion or marching or climbing or reaching or voting or simply holding on to something or each other and so that none of them will fall. No, none of them are falling, and collectively, they take the shape of a giant sound wave. If you press your ear against the bronze, you will hear it ring like an old church bell, carrying sea salt songs over turbulent waters, seaweed fingers pricked by a thorny world, thousands of everyday unknown freedom fighters grooving and shuffling with defiant dreams. A history of whispers, spirituals, folk tales, meditations, and practices. Yeah. Practices of care and love. The sculpture isn't as much as an archive as it is a practice. It is chiseled contemplation, a breathing meditation, a reminder of who we are who we must be and how we are ongoing, despite the world that insists on it being otherwise. And that's why today, whether you're tuning in live or you're viewing us via the rebroadcast, we thought it would be appropriate for us to practice the notes of their practice, to introduce a practice, at least for me, that's been helpful and I think is evident inside and through that sculpture. It's called The Seven Homecomings, and it comes from activist, author, Buddhist teacher, Lama Rod Owens, in their book, Love and Rage. The seven homecomings are as follows. The first homecoming is the guides. The second homecoming is the wisdom text. The third homecoming is the community. The fourth homecoming is the ancestors. The fifth homecoming is the earth. The sixth homecoming is the silence. And the seventh homecoming is ourselves. Each of these homecomings encircle us and invite us to come home. Each aims to evoke a homecoming circle, care for ourselves and for others, care by coming home ultimately to ourselves something I do believe that we might need today and in the aftermath of today. And for those of you who are tuning in who aren't experienced with practices like this or meditation or are new to it, like myself, I do encourage you to enter this practice as much as is comfortable, for we will do this very briefly. And for those who cannot, for whatever reason at this time, that's okay too. This practice is not just for this moment, but to take with you, for you to come home at any time. And for those who can and are willing right now, wherever you are, I'd like to invite and lead you in a brief version of the seven homecomings. And though we will go through these quickly, we will pause for about 10 to 15 seconds between each homecoming. And I do want to say one final thing and lastly. If at any point you feel triggered or cannot invite certain things into the circle as you will be prompted, that's okay. It's okay if you need to stop. And so with that, 
if it's all right, I would like to begin. And so wherever you are, and I don't know where you are, for those of you who are in Paris, you are probably are confined, unless you're bending the rules, I would invite you to start clearing some space. And what that means is find a space. And if you can't find a space, just try to find a space <laughs> where you are that has as little and few distractions as possible. One that is quiet is always helpful, and maybe even putting your phone on silent. Uh, you might need to listen to my instructions, but putting your phone slightly, maybe upside down. If you need to light a candle, go for it. Some sage, go for it. Um, and this is our way of kind of giving thanks for the space that is being created. I'm going to give us about 10 to 15 seconds, literally, to try to create a space that we can concentrate. So go for it. Are you all set? I hope so. As we begin, I do want you to center yourself and put your body in a comfortable position. Our bodies are all different and unique, and so whether you need to sit or lie down, that is up to you. I would even invite you, if you would like, to close your eyes. On the screen, as you will see now, are the seven homecomings, but that's all that's gonna be on the screen. This time is really just for us to just pause on this day and to try to feel the care that we have for ourselves and the care that's been given to us. And so let us begin rather briefly. I invite you to inhale and exhale. And to let us begin. We begin with the first homecoming. And I invite you to contemplate and reflect on any being who has been a guide, a teacher, a mentor, an advisor, an elder, a deity, a saint, a guru. And invite you to reflect on these beings who have expressed love and compassion for you. And imagine that you're inviting all of those beings into this space that you've created now. Invite them to gather around you and circle you. Picture them there. Say welcome. Now relax. Inhale. And exhale. and come home to being held by your guides. The second homecoming is the wisdom text. These texts can include any writings, books, teachings, sacred scripture, quotes, social media memes, any, any form of artistic expression like music, dance, visual art, any texts that have helped you to experience clarity, openness, love, and compassion. I invite you to begin reflecting on these wisdom texts. Invite them into the space. You can even picture them there with you encircling you with the guides. Relax. Inhale. And exhale. And come home to being held by your wisdom text. The third homecoming is your community, groups, spaces where you've experienced love or the feeling of being accepted and supported and being happy, where you can feel love and you can love in return, where you feel safe to love and where you know you are being loved. I invite you to reflect on these communities and groups and people now and picture them there with you next to your guides and your wisdom texts. 
relax. Inhale. And exhale. And come home to being held by your communities. The fourth homecoming is the ancestors. You don't need to know who these ancestors are. All you have to do is to contemplate that there have been those in your familial, spiritual, activist lineages who have wanted you to be happy and whole. And so now reflect and invite your ancestors into the circle. Picture them there next to your guides, your wisdom texts, your community. Relax, inhale, exhale, and come home to being held by your ancestor and lineages. The fifth homecoming is the earth. The earth also represents the ground of your experience. It means touching the earth and allowing it to hold you, and as it holds you, understanding that it is loving you as well. We invite, knowing that we were made from the dust, we invite this energy into the circle. And so relax, inhale, and exhale. And come home to being held by the earth. The sixth homecoming is the silence. The silence holds us. It helps us remember and understand how to use our language. It invites us to be true to ourselves. It invites us to be transformed. And so we invite the silence into the circle. Relax, inhale, and exhale, and come home to being held by the silence. The seventh homecoming, and finally, is ourselves. We invite all the parts of ourselves into our awareness, including the parts of ourselves that seem too ugly and overwhelming. We embrace ourselves as a homecoming means that we make sure that we are showing up and being held by all the other homecomings. And so we allow ourselves to be present. We relax, we inhale, we exhale and we come home to ourselves. And now, I want to invite you right now and for the rest of this program Maybe for the rest of the week, maybe for the rest of the next couple months, maybe for the rest of your life, to embrace all of your homecomings. You can see your guides, your communities, your ancestors, your lineages. You draw inspiration to open up and be more vulnerable from your wisdom text. You remember that the earth is under your feet and that there is silence offering you the space to be with yourself. 
And finally, that there is yourself being held with this circle of care. I invite you for the rest of even this program to come home.
let's get it. People of the world, let's get it. We don't need any messiahs. Hi, I'm Crystal Petit, and I'm going to perform What a Wonderful World, followed by the color purple from the color purple. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them blue for me and you. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. I see skies of blue and clouds of white. The bright blessed day, the dark sacred night, oh, and I think to myself, what a wonderful world. The colors of the rainbow, so pretty in the sky, are also on the faces of people going by. I see friends shaking hands. Saying, how do you do? They're really saying, I love you. I hear babies crying and I watch them grow. They'll learn much more than I'll ever know. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. Mm, yes, I to myself what a wonderful world dear God dear stars dear trees dear Made my heart 
I think this is the youngest us ever felt. Friends, we want to say a special thank you to Democrats Abroad in France and the Diversity Caucus for partnering with us, specifically Ada and Reed. Thank you to Malik Crumpler, uh, editor Paris Litt, you do, you do many things, co-creative conspirator C.W. Nolan and Grace H., co-founders of EAT, uh, Guy Griffin, founder of Cafe Maricor, Josiah Woods and Mona C., Andre Henry, Crystal Petit, and our whole Sojourner community, especially Devin Graves, Koyinda, Asani, Jessica Lee, and Danielle Barron. If you are watching this live and because we partnered with Democrats Abroad in France, we invite you to join Democrats Abroad in France for a live virtual watch event on Zoom happening right now. It actually started at 11 p.m. and it will go into the early morning hours of November 4th. Uh, there should be a comment or a link in the, or should be, there should be a link in the comments. Uh, please see Democrats Abroad France uh, Facebook page and or leave a comment below if you're interested in joining and can't figure it out. Lastly, if you want to know more, more about who we are, Sojourners, and how you can collaborate with us, check out a brief video following this uh, about who we are. And for everyone else tuning in live and or the rebroadcast, we want to say finally, no matter the results, no matter the beauty and the terror for which there will be both. Love like another world is possible. Live like another world is here. Until the world that ought to be is and Hi, I'm Jessica and I'm tuning in from Canada. Cut. To cultivate a community no. <laughs> Based in Paris, we aim to build <laughs> ah, cuts. We aim to We aim to bring together a diverse group of people. <laughs> Bold, inclusive between existing organizations. So what is Sojourners? We aim to bring together a diverse group of people to build partnership and community between existing organizations to cultivate solidarity for those invested at the intersection of social justice, culture, and politics. Based in Paris, we imagine a new, bold, caring, strategic, and inclusive community that brings to life the world we imagine can be and should be. Thank you for joining us. We would love to know more about you. So please follow us on Facebook and Instagram. See you soon. I feel like I got it this time. Still a little shy, but next time. <laughs>